Girl Crush Podcast is committed to amplifying Black voices. This week, we'd like to plug a new podcast for you called The Whole Snacks Podcast. Hosted by Shane Alina, these ladies are hosting a really fun lifestyle podcast out of their cozy studio in Atlanta. They're lovers of all things food, relationship, pop culture, books, fun, games, and all the drinks. Definitely recommend checking them out. You can find them on Apple Podcasts under Whole Snacks Podcast, or you can find them on Instagram at Whole Snacks Podcast, all one word. So definitely give them a listen. The Girl Crush Podcast. Some theme music. We're obsessed with Jennifer Aniston. Pretty good plot. What about her hair? We're very messed up. So there's actually a pretty big spread. This is iconic Jen. It's perfection. I love the ending. Jen was definitely the best. Oh, yeah. It just has it all. It's so good. It's hilarious. Great Jen hair and outfits. This was super entertaining. It's true. Hello, and welcome to the Girl Crush Podcast. I'm Anne. And I'm Allie. We love Jennifer Aniston, so we watched and ranked all of her movies. For more content related to Jen and the movies we're reviewing, find Girl Crush Podcast on Facebook or connect with us on Instagram at girlcrush underscore pod. And please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. For those who haven't listened to us before, we rate every movie on five categories. Plot, Jen's character, and Jen's acting all out of 10 points, Jen's hair out of 2 points, and a Would You Watch Again score of 5 points. If you want to hear more about our rating system and how we came up with it, we'd encourage you to check out episode 1. On today's episode, we'll be reviewing The Switch. This was released in 2010, and Jen plays a character named Cassie. Cassie is on a mission to have a baby, and she's ready to do it on her own. Her best friend Wally, who is secretly in love with her, accidentally intervenes and forgets that he intervened for seven years. (laughs) You can watch this on Hulu or for free on demand with Showtime. And if you haven't seen it yet, now is a good time to pause and go watch the movie if you want to, um, because Anne's going to take us through the plot, which will have spoilers. So for the switch, we gave the plot a nine out of 10. Very strong score. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Just excellent. Okay. I was like going to say things about it, but I'm literally going to say the whole plot. So I'll (laughs) I'll just do that. I love it. We're both excited about this one. Vaguely describing what I'm about to describe anyway. Okay. So we meet Wally and Cassie, who are best friends and clearly very close. Wally's played by Jason Bateman. Cassie is played by Jennifer Aniston. So you love this from like the first 10 seconds. Yep. And they're having lunch together and Cassie reveals she's going to have a baby using a sperm donor. Wally's super skeptical and says she should wait until she's in a stable relationship. So Wally's best friend is Leonard and he's played by Jeff Goldblum which just cracks me up for literally no reason I just I don't know something about him (laughs) anyway Leonard points out to Wally he's like you're jealous and Cassie put you in the friend zone like six years ago and Wally's like no 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 we friend zoned each other it's fine I'm fine clearly he's not fine very clearly and you get to see really Pretty quickly, Wally is really quirky. He's like neurotic. He's a hypochondriac. He, and I hate this, <laughs> he audibly mms when he eats. He's like, mm. Mm. I would murder him, I think. I don't think I know anyone who actually does that as a habit. That's really weird. Just like eating noises in general are infuriating to me. For, oh, it's terrible. Again, no reason. <laughs> Scott was eating carrots next to me on the couch the other day while I was working, and I was like, I'm le- I'm just going to go in the other room. <laughs> I love and you, then Because no. once you notice it, then you can't hear anything else. Nothing else. Nothing yeah, else. I totally relate. I'm like, why is that food so loud in your mouth <laughs> that is closed? I don't get it. 
Oh, it's so funny. Anyway, so Wally and I might not be friends for that reason, but <laughs> it's Jason Bateman, so I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll make an exception. <laughs> so <laughs> Cassie's best friend is played by Debbie. No. Cassie's best friend <laughs> is Debbie, and she's played by Juliette Lewis, who is the daughter from Christmas Vacation. Do you know what else, mm-hmm. anything else she's in? No, but she's one of those people that you're like, oh, her. I know her. Yes. But then you're like, oh, I actually don't know where I know her from. Like her voice and her face are so recognizable. Yes. I'm like, she's got to be the best friend in other movies too. She like, must Like it just be. seems like her role. Yeah. She's like a Judy Greer. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Debbie has a birthday party and Wally interrupts Cassie who's talking to an attractive guy and he's afraid she's going to ask him to be her sperm donor and he decides he cannot let that happen. Also, I can't imagine just like talking to a random guy to me by the way would you be interested yeah like <laughs> like what that seems so weird a really weird way to go about here's things. my business card <laughs> so they get into this argument about whether or not she should be doing the sperm donor thing at all and cassie gets really frustrated with him because he's not being supportive and she says that they need to take a break from their friendship mm-hmm. so wally and cassie don't talk for a couple weeks and then he gets this invite to cassie's i'm getting pregnant <laughs> party which is hilarious there's the invitation has confetti in the shape of sperm in it. It is funny. <laughs> so Wally reluctantly goes to the party, which is legit a pregame for Cassie to get pregnant. Like the doctor's there. She's going to be inseminated that night. And <laughs> Debbie's kind of a hippie. Mm-hmm. And she says Wally has a bunch of negative energy and she gives him a pill to help him calm down. And he's also just like, he's drinking a lot. Right. And uh, watching Jason Bateman get progressively more disheveled throughout this party (laughs) is really hilarious to watch. It is so funny. So the donor Roland is at the party and he's played by Patrick Wilson, who looks so familiar and I have no clue what else he's in. Same. Exactly the same. Just one one of those faces. He's in some... in Phantom of the Opera, the movie. That's not where I would recognize him from. He plays a doctor on some show. That seems right. What a wide range. <laughs> like, he looks so familiar. He, he does look so familiar. Well, anyway, Roland's at the party. And he and his wife said they could use the money, which is why he's doing it. And his wife looks so uncomfortable standing yes. there. And he said he's actually going to ready his donation that night at the party. That's probably why his wife is so uncomfortable. <laughs> Everybody knows he's just going to go to the next room and, okay. I mean, Cassie said she wanted something fresh. She didn't want want frozen. (laughs) Yeah, it's gross. So Wally and Cassie chat at this party, and Cassie admits she's freaking out and that she thought the party would make it fun, but it's just depressing, and asks if he thinks she's crazy. And Wally admits it's totally natural she wants a child and that she's not nuts. And that obviously means a lot to Cassie, and they seem Mm -hmm. to kind of make up in this moment. So she kind of, like, melts into him, and he kisses her head. We just, like, know they should be together. Jason Bateman kissing Jennifer Aniston's head so sweetly is the cutest thing I've ever seen. I was like, I want to be hugged by Jason Bateman. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, it looks so comforting. Anyway, Wally goes to the bathroom, and he's clearly super intoxicated, and he, like, goes to a different bathroom that not everyone's using, and he sees the sperm donation cup, and he's kind of joking around to himself that he's going to pour it down the drain. (laughs) But then someone, like, knocks on the door and scares him, and he accidentally does pour it down the drain. And first of all, I'm like, why did you take the lid off? That's disgusting. 
Because he's wasted. Regardless. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's gross. Uh, there's no excuse for that. No. But he, like, panics, and he decides he needs to replace the donation. And he does so right there, using a magazine with Diane Sawyer on the cover as some inspiration. <laughs> oh, I cannot imagine. Oh, and, like, a beige pantsuit. It's great. <laughs> The next day at work, Leonard says that Wally showed up at his place at 3 a.m., telling him things he drunkenly muttered to him, and Wally doesn't remember anything. Like, not only that he didn't see Leonard, but, like, he doesn't remember anything from the night before. Mm -hmm. He's like, I just remember going to Cassie's and then nothing. Right. So the next time Cassie and Wally hang out, she tells him that she's pregnant and that she's moving back to Minnesota, where she's from, and they're currently living in New York City. Mm Mm-hmm. And she moves two weeks later, and she, like, bought him a puppy as a going-away present. And they kind of, they, like, they promise to stay in touch, but they mainly seem to keep in touch with Christmas cards and not much else. Which I think is a little crazy. Yeah, that part seems weird to me, too, because you can tell they are super close. Right. The only thing is that there is some residual feelings of, like, him not supporting her, even though they did kind of make up at the party, but... Yeah, it's definitely weird for how close they were. Yeah, and like seven years passed. And I'm like, he doesn't have a kid or a significant other in New York, and he never went to see her? Right, like They don't right. even FaceTime? Like, that seems crazy. Yeah, it seems super crazy. I totally agree. So I think that's why it gets knocked from a 10 to a 9 in my book. Just because I'm yeah. like, how did seven years pass and you never saw each other? I'm with you. Anywho, seven years later, Wally is still single. And he gets a voicemail from Cassie that she's moving back to New York City with her son, Sebastian, and she's really excited to get back in touch with him. And the reunion is so sweet. Wally buys an entire new outfit, including a new jacket for this occasion, which I think is adorable. adorable. So cute. Mm -hmm. So they meet up for dinner, and Sebastian is clearly a very quirky kid. He's, like, so freaking cute, though. He's so cute. His His big little eyes, I was gonna say. That's that his fits, big though. eyes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, his shirt like tucked into his pants. Oh, I just can't. I can't. <laughs> He's so cute, but he seems really like melancholy. Yeah. And his kind of hobby is that he collects picture frames, but he doesn't actually put photos in them. He just keeps the stock photos in. And Sebastian's a hypochondriac, and he's super smart. Mm-hmm. So. At this dinner, Wally and Sebastian are not off to a very good start. Sebastian will not eat the duck because of the way ducks are treated. <laughs> I love this part. Their interactions are so funny. <laughs> it is. So, so Sebastian's like six. And he, all of his little one-liners are so cute. Oh, so hilarious. And he's like, nature's in crisis and there's just one mammal to blame. <laughs> and Wally's like, what's happening? <laughs> It's awesome. And at one point, he's worried that he's sick or something like that. And Cassie's like, what did I tell you about WebMD? Have you ever WebMD'd yourself into a crisis hole? Oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. That's Kale laughing. laughing. I don't look at it anymore because otherwise I will think that I have the worst thing on the list. Right. Without a doubt. (laughs) It's like you could have seasonal allergies or you could have a tumor in your nose. I'm like, what? Yep. 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 Exactly. I can't look at it anymore. It sends me into a panic attack. They really are doing people a disservice by having that page. Like, yeah, it's true. Oh, anyway. It's so yeah. funny. But this is a really funny interaction. Yeah. And Sebastian also ums audibly while he eats. And Wally notices this and looks a little confused. 
And I'm like, how does Cassie not notice this? Because she gives him a hard time for it at the beginning of the movie. So mm-hmm. you know she has picked up on this habit of his. Right. It's not even like Sebastian and Wally have hung out before. Exactly. So it's not like something he picked up from Wally just by exactly. being around him. It's crazy. A real case for nature versus nurture, am I right? <laughs> Love it. So Cassie goes and meets up with Roland, who's now divorced, because she may want Sebastian and him to have a relationship. And... Roland's really nice to her, and he's admiring her for the way, you know, she did all this on her own. I think he's creepy the whole movie, like, even here. I don't like him. Like, I think he's just rebounding from his divorce and wants Cassie because she's gorgeous, and she supposedly Mm -hmm. has this kid. Yep, I think you're right. So Wally's watching Sebastian while Cassie is going to Sebastian's school orientation and having this coffee with Roland. And Wally takes Sebastian to the zoo. And he's kind of noticing some similarities between the two of them, like the way they stand and they both kind of cover their ears at loud noises, that sort of thing. But it's really cute. The whole like. so cute. Their little date. So cute. I love the whole interaction. And Wally is just like, I love the way he talks to him. He doesn't talk to him like he's talking to a little kid. He's using a tone of voice as if he were an adult, which I just think is so funny. And it's like very Jason Bateman. Very Jason Bateman. I can't imagine Jason Bateman like baby talking to anyone. No. No. It's so funny. And Sebastian just like kind of opens up to Wally a little bit more during this. Mm -hmm. He's like, are you ever scared you might have Parkinson's? (laughs) I laughed out loud at this part because it is so funny. Wally like, he's like, well, I've dealt with some hypochondria. And Sebastian's like, oh, what is that? So Wally tells him and then Sebastian's like, oh my God, I have that. (laughs) And I am like, this is so me. It's so relatable. <laughs> yeah, their whole day is very cute. So Sebastian confesses to Wally that a kid at school is bullying him, and Wally advises Sebastian to act insane to scare the bully off, <laughs> which is, like, hilarious advice. And on their way home, Sebastian falls asleep on Wally's shoulder, and a stranger on the bus tells him that he looks just like him. And Wally's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's not mine. <laughs> which seems like a weird thing to say, because then I'd be like, did you take him from Yes, I had the same thought, too. Without me, I'd just be like, oh, thanks, and let them think that. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's not my son. (laughs) But it is so, it's so cute. Like, it's so the the casting for Sebastian, excellent choice. Oh, the cutest. Adorable. We need to look that kid (sighs) actor up and see whatever happened to him. Oh, we should. So... Wally returns Sebastian to Cassie, and after they put Wally to bed, they're kind of reminiscing and looking at old photos, and they're talking about their first dates and how they kissed. So you find out they do have a romantic history together, and there's just, like, a lot of sexual tension in this moment. And the way that Jen looks at Jason Bateman in this moment, I'm like... Yes. It is good. So good. She, like, looks at his whole face, and then you can tell that she, like, looks at his lips, which is, like, such a... Unique, specific, sus- yeah, yeah. So it's such a specific acting, and that you can tell what she's doing. Just right, amazing. Yeah. She should have gotten an Oscar for this movie. We love her. <laughs> so Wally sees Diane Sawyer on TV, and he's like, "Hmm." <laughs> and the next time he's with Sebastian, he calls Leonard, and he's suspecting that Sebastian might somehow be his kid, but he like doesn't mm-hmm. know how. And he goes to Leonard's and they start putting two and two together from when Wally had drunkenly talked to him after Cassie's party. And as they're talking, Wally remembers and he freaks out. He's like, I hijacked Cassie's pregnancy, which like he did. Yep. 
So he goes to Cassie's house. He is really intent on telling her, and he's prefacing it with a bunch of stuff about how it's the hardest thing he's ever had to do. But Cassie interrupts him, and she thinks that he's going to tell her that he has feelings <laughs> for her. And she's like, you know, sometimes I feel that energy too. And Molly's like, what? And she's like, that's what you were coming to tell me, right? And he goes, uh, well, not exactly. <laughs> and Cassie is, like, super embarrassed, obviously, mm-hmm. as of course. you would. They're, like, best friends. And so she kind of starts rambling, and she tells Wally she's kind of seeing Roland. And she just, like, very awkwardly exits the scene. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so she supposedly, like, hasn't told Sebastian, but Sebastian knows. Right. And he's upset that his mom's dating, and he confides in Wally and asks Wally to come to his birthday party at a rock climbing place, which seems like the last place this kid would want to have a birthday party. <laughs> yep. And we do find out he originally wanted his party to be at a kill shelter to inspire <laughs> the guests to adopt a dog. A child after your own heart, Anne. <laughs> it really is. I'm like, oh, I want him to be my kid. You're going to have a kid like that someday. <laughs> totally. So at this, like, rock climbing party, Wally tries to talk to Cassie again, but Roland interrupts. And of course. Roland ends up pressuring Sebastian to climb this wall, even though he clearly doesn't want to. And suddenly, Sebastian is really high up the wall. He's begging for someone to come get him. He's like, oh. he's just super scared because it's too high. And Roland gears up and climbs up and Sebastian screams like doesn't want Roland to touch him mm-hmm. and uh, once they're down Sebastian's yelling at Roland like insulting him <laughs> and then he goes to hug Cassie and he grabs Wally's thumb oh uh, the fact that they had him just grab his thumb too instead of his whole hand I know is the cutest oh my gosh Roland is heartbroken though that Sebastian <laughs> is like way more into Wally than he is into right. Roland but Roland is like <laughs> just to describe his character Roland's a bro. Yeah, he's like a doofusy bro somehow. Yes. And I don't know if he's inherently a bad person. I don't think he I is. I don't think so. He I, just does I think he's kind of clueless. Yeah, he just does not, like, he doesn't fit in with these people. Right. He's just like, oh, I'm the dad. I'm going to do everything a dad would do right now. Like, he, I, I do agree. I think his intentions are good, but he just doesn't get it. Yeah, he's very, very motivated. Yeah. But I was chuckling at the worker who... <laughs> Was watching Roland climb up the wall to get Sebastian. And he's like, it's not Everest, chief. <laughs> I didn't even notice that till I saw your note. That's amazing. Oh, so funny. So Roland, like, seeing that Sebastian was kind of more inclined to Wally, is obviously jealous. And so he mm-hmm. invites Wally out for a drink because he's like, he wants to get to know him better. I think see what about Wally Sebastian is so into. Mm-hmm. And Wally's, like, not thrilled that Roland invited not him out. And... Roland's just upset that Sebastian hates him, which, like, that's a good father thing to say. I wouldn't say he's his dad. Right, right. There's a distinction there. Agreed. But Roland is also, like, kind of hating on Sebastian. He's, like, Mm -hmm. he's so neurotic, and I just can't relate to that. And Wally explains what neuroticism is. He's like, no, he's just reflective and yes. like he's I totally, love this part. totally defending it. It's amazing. It's so he says it so matter-of-factly, like <laughs> defines what it is. Yeah. And Roland then like flips it and he's like, Wally, you and I are the same. And yeah. Molly's like, we're not. I yeah. gotta go. <laughs> uh, it's just like classic Jason Bateman. <laughs> being uninterested in the person near him. That's so funny. So Wally goes and he talks to Leonard about how he thinks Cassie has feelings for him and how he has feelings for her, but he's nervous to tell her about him being Sebastian's dad. Mm -hmm. So he just is still holding off on it. And one day Cassie's at a cabin with Roland in northern Michigan, so pretty far away. 
And Sebastian is staying with a friend, but he has lice. So Cassie asks Wally to go get Sebastian. Have you ever had lice before? No, thank goodness. Uh, Have you? Yeah, it was horrible. You have so much hair. I know. I was in like sixth or seventh grade and it was in the summer, thankfully. So we didn't tell. I, I think my mom told whoever I had hung out with. But thankfully, we didn't tell anyone else because I was super embarrassed. But yeah, not a pleasant experience having that metal comb dragged through your scalp to get all the little lice. Gross. How did you get lice in seventh grade in the summer? I don't know. It's old, right? Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't know how I got it. One of my brothers had it too. And we don't know. No clue. And as far as I know, nobody else had it. But I feel like at that age, kids would be embarrassed like I was. Yeah. interesting but yeah i've never had lice and i am super scared to get them which it's Mm -hmm. totally treatable whenever but i'm like yeah "Mm -mm." (laughs) not fun (laughs) freaks me out so wally to the rescue he goes to get sebastian and sebastian's face when he sees him is so cute (laughs) just lights up it's so precious oh my gosh oh they have a true connection they really do and they go to the store to get everything they need it's such a cute little montage. Like, this is such a good montage. I love it. Cassie's, like, walking him through everything on the phone. And I don't know why I love this part so much. It's just Wally's like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm stepping in. I'm going to take care of things. And Cassie's, like, all business on the phone, too. I don't know. I love it. It just seems very real. Yeah. The way it's filmed and the voiceover, mm-hmm. whoever came up with that did a great job. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> So it's, like we said, adorable to watch Wally kind of working through this to get rid of the lice and not be grossed out by it. He and Sebastian bond so much that night. It is, it's seriously so cute. Like, please go watch We're this. We're going to say just, that a million times. Just, just go watch it for this scene. And Sebastian is telling Wally all about his frame collection and the stories he's made up about the stock photo images inside the frames. And they mostly revolve around his father's family. That's what he refers to them as. Uh. And when he learns that Wally never met his dad either, he gives him a frame with a stock photo of a father and son in it. I just got chills. <laughs> it's so cute. And Jason Bateman looks so sad during this scene. And I love it mm-hmm. because it's so good, but I also hate it because sad Jason Bateman is upsetting. Yes, absolutely. But you can just tell his character is like, I wish I could tell you, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. Ugh. So the next morning, again, adorable. They're making breakfast. So cute. So cute. And Cassie gets home. She's super thankful to Wally for taking care of everything. And she tells Wally that she and Roland are going to take Sebastian to Michigan in a couple weekends. And that they're actually thinking of moving in together. Dislike. Not cool. Wally's like, I think that's a mistake. And he's worried that Roland is using her. Accurate. And using Sebastian also as a rebound. And Roland had told Wally earlier that, like, his marriage had just ended months before. So, like, Mm -hmm. clearly it's a rebound. Yeah, this is very fresh. So Cassie gets really upset again, and she's like, once again, you're not supporting me. You know, just because you never take a risk doesn't mean you have to rip apart mine. And she's like, unless there's something else you want to say to me. And Wally is silent. She gives him the opening. Yeah, she does. And she just looks really disappointed. And then Mm -hmm. freaking Roland barges in. (laughs) Because I feel like Wally was about to say something. Yeah, he was getting the nerve up. Yeah. And then ruined. So the Roland barging count is at at least two. Yep. 
So some amount of time passes. There's kind of this montage of sad Jason Bateman working out (laughs) and working. And one day Sebastian shows up at Wally's house crying. And he says he did what Wally told him and he acted crazy towards the bully. But the bully punched him. Uh, I'm like, what six-year-old punching someone in the face? I know. And Sebastian ran 20 blocks to get to Wally. And he says he came there because he thought Wally would be proud of him. I literally cried. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I cried during so Marley pure. and me. And Ellie's crying during this <laughs> So Wally takes Sebastian home. And Cassie seems really touched and surprised that Sebastian went to Wally instead of coming to her. Mm-hmm. And when Wally brings Sebastian home, he's actually, like, kind of interrupting this brunch they're having with Roland's family who are in from out of town. And Roland pulls Wally aside and shows Wally that he got an engagement ring for Cassie. And Wally's like, yeah, that's great. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> Roland's <laughs> like, what? And he goes to find Cassie saying he needs to talk to her. I think it's weird that Wally wasn't invited to this brunch because Debbie's there. Yeah, that's true. But they had just kind of gotten in a fight, right? Yeah, maybe Cassie. Because she said she him. was like going to move in with him and stuff. That's true. That's true. So Roland interrupts Wally and Cassie again to give a speech, and he's clearly about to propose. And Wally's, like, still trying to get Cassie's attention to pull her aside, but Cassie says to cut it out, and she doesn't want to talk to him. So Wally just totally interrupts and makes his own speech, and he talks about how (laughs) Sebastian came to him because he needed him and that he needs Sebastian too, and he admits in front of, like, 15 people. Yep. That he hijacked her pregnancy and that he's the seed guy. And the seed guy is like this story that Cassie made up for Sebastian on Mm -hmm. who his dad is. So Cassie obviously is shocked and Wally apologizes and he professes his love for her and Sebastian again in front of Roland's entire family. And this is just a great moment, mostly because Roland looks so uncomfortable and I love it. Also, though, okay, two things. One, I feel like he could have worded this much better. For sure. Like, he goes, I hijacked your pregnancy. I feel like he could have said the full story about how he was really drunk, and he has no recollection of that up until very recently. Yeah. Like, that'd be good information to lead with. Like, I so just she doesn't realized. think he's been lying. Yeah. Yeah. He, so she doesn't think he's been lying to her for seven years. But also... Putting that aside, which was clearly done for dramatic reasons, but Jason Bateman crying in this scene, there is a huge fat tear that rolls down his cheek and it is like heartbreaking. It truly is. Uh, I'm trying to imagine Jason Bateman upset in real life and it's not making me feel good inside. It's like, yeah, I don't want to be the one who caused that. It's like unpleasant. Yeah. Can you imagine making Jason Bateman upset? How could you live with yourself? No, he's someone I would never want to disappoint. Never. I know. If Jason Bateman ever said to you, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Allie just almost fell out of her chair. (laughs) That's horrible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) That's something to think about. That's motivating to you personally in life. What would Jason Bateman say? (laughs) Would Jason Bateman be disappointed if I made this choice? (laughs) Anywho, Cassie slaps Wally across the face and she's like, (laughs) she's like, never talk to me again. Which seems Uh, like a, you know, I guess I understand it, but it seems like a severe reaction and so publicly. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I feel like the way she heard the news is probably what prompted that. That's fair. And again, she probably thought he had been lying to her for seven years. Yeah. 
and then that they'd been back in town for however amount of time and he was yeah, yeah. just hadn't told her okay right. all right slap warranted yeah i mean still not condoning slapping people but yeah so cassie walks out of the room and wally tells sebastian he is proud of him and sebastian gives him this bag of peas he was using as ice since uh, <laughs> on his face now that wally got slapped which is so cute just like little exchange I love that. So Wally goes to Leonard's house and he says he did the right thing, but he lost her, which is, again, heartbreaking. <laughs> it's like 3 a.m. again. Mm-hmm. And Leonard tells Wally to go home. He's like, go home, Wally. This is so weird to me. This is where I'm like, guys are so different from girls. Like, if this ever happened to us, Anne, and you came to my house in the middle of the night upset about, like, losing the love of your life, I would be like, come in. And I'd, like, get out the wine and the ice cream and be like, tell me everything. Right? Leonard's like no I'm sleeping (laughs) like go home (laughs) it's so not relatable to me I I just think it's a difference between guys and girls (laughs) yeah so one day Cassie shows up outside Wally's office and she tells him she's thought about it and that Wally can't just disappear from Sebastian's life and he can see him but on her terms Mm-hmm. And Cassie tells him that she broke things off with Roland, and she said she turned him down because he's not Wally. <laughs> Cue my giddy clapping and tears, which I literally did as I watched this. <laughs> and Wally asks her if she'll marry him, and she says probably, which is so <laughs> cute, and they finally mm-hmm. kiss. Yes. <laughs> I legit got chills watching this. Stupid smile plastered on my face, and... I think I really love that after all this time, you know, they've Mm -hmm. known each other for like 13 or 14 years. This is such a casual and like natural thing for them versus Roland's really hyped up public, you know, proposal that he was planning on doing. And I I completely agree. I just love that it like fits fits them. them. Yeah. Yes. It's perfect. Their connection is just like so real and so deep. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So the last scene is like a year later at Sebastian's eighth birthday party, which he's dedicated to Doug. A three-legged dog in need of a home who's next in line at the kill shelter. (laughs) And Sebastian protests and won't blow out the candles until someone takes Doug. (laughs) And so Debbie's like, I'll take him. (laughs) So as the credits are starting to go, the camera's panning over photos. And you see that Wally and Cassie got married. Mm -hmm. And their fake wedding photos are, like, so beautiful. Yes. They're gorgeous. They really are. I always think about, like... The fake photos that are in a movie, how fun that would be to do those yes. shoots. And like they all had those, to just like go do a photo shoot. Yeah, all those extra details that go into making a movie where, you know, Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston were on a beach somewhere having a wedding photo shoot, which is like, right. you know, my dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It'd be so fun. It would. So yeah, that's the end of the switch. Nine out of ten for the plot. It's so good. I love this movie so much. It's such a feel-good movie that has just the right amount of cheese for me at least Mm -hmm. i don't know it's so heartwarming yeah and i i love there's so many funny one-liners in this movie especially between wally and sebastian Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's weird to say the chemistry between the two of them because you know sebastian is a child but they have a really good banter the two of them really cute i think the whole movie is cast really well like i think they picked just the right people for each character yeah, for sure. And this is another movie with really good supporting characters. Like oh, yeah, Roland, definitely. Leonard, and Debbie. All their distinct roles to play. They don't overpower the story. Yes, and the relationships with them like seem realistic. Yeah, and it's not peppered in with like a million extra people that you don't care mm-hmm. about. So I really like that. 
And I'm just dying to know how Jason Bateman is with his actual kids. <gasps> yes. Like, I need to I'm, know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Completely agree. Because he does, I mean, we've talked about this before. He does play kind of the same role in a lot of movies, or at least have a very similar demeanor in a lot of his movies. And you have to wonder, does that come from just how he is in real life? And, you know, it just translates really well to these characters. Or how did that come about? Yeah. I feel like, you know, in some interviews I've watched with him, you can tell a difference, obviously, between who he is in real life and the characters he typically plays. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm not convinced. I need to know. Yes. (laughs) We need to do some digging. (laughs) We do. We do. And Jen said she really loved that this story resonates with so many people. She felt like it was really timely and appropriate about so many families or people take non-traditional routes to have children. And that's mm-hmm. not really represented in a lot of films. Right. And this was just really relatable for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I that just reminds me in general how Jen has been in the media a lot, like being asked if she's going to have children or a ton of questions like that, that women get a lot that put a lot of pressure on them. And I think the way that she always handles that is really good. Like she handles it very firmly and kind of stands up for the way that people like approach that question, but also she does handle it graciously too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree. I think it's a cool story. Yeah. I mean, I hate that she gets asked those questions at all. Yes. In this interview I watched with her, the interviewer asked, like, do stories like this bring on those questions to you? And she said, well, yeah, obviously, but she's always ready to answer them. Mm -hmm. You know, I think she's probably just used to it, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, it sucks that she's used to it, but I agree with you. Yeah. Long story short. Mm -hmm. So now this movie, we have reviewed all five Jason Bateman and Jen movies, which are The Switch, Horrible Bosses 1, Horrible Bosses 2, Office Christmas Party, and The Breakup. And I would like to know, what is your favorite Jason Bateman plus Jen movie? My favorite is The Switch out of those ones because I think that the way that they interact is my favorite. I love the way they interact with each other. And in this movie, it's the most obvious. Like in The Breakup, he's a friend. In Horrible Bosses 1 and 2, they're both just stars in it, but they don't actually interact together that much. So I think the switch really nails it for me. I think they have great chemistry together. That's fair. What about you? I mean, my favorite movie out of all of these is The Breakup. Yeah. But my favorite Jason Bateman and Jen film, I think I would agree, is The Switch. Okay, cool. Just because they're the leading characters. Right. It works so well. It really does. Is there anything you did not like about this movie? Other than like some of the, you know, timing plot holes, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. The only other thing I thought was not really believable is the whole way that the artificial insemination was done. I just think it's like, really? She did it at a party in her home? I mean, we don't actually see it happen. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it could be legit. But I'm like, the doctor was also like drinking on the couch with everyone. So I'm like, really? But anyway. (laughs) Debbie said, he's progressive. Yeah. Oh, so that part was like a little bit distracting for me, but overall, there's nothing I dislike about the movie besides, like you said, a couple of little points where you're like, nah, they, that doesn't really make sense, but yeah, I'm willing to deal with all of it. Agreed. There's not really anything I dislike about this movie. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much a perfect rom-com. Yeah. And I also have to say, I, you know, we always comment on this. I appreciate the, the timing of the movie that like, yes. It's not like they went on one date and then, Mm -hmm. you know, all this happens, you know, even before the movie starts, they've known each other for six years. Yeah. You know, and so it takes place over a realistically long amount of time. Right. Totally agree. Which I like. So yeah, nine out of 10. So for Jen's character, Cassie, we rated it 7.5 out of 10. 
Some things I really liked about her character, I think she's a really good mom. I think it's super sweet to watch. For example, I love when she's like helping Sebastian pick out what pajamas he's going to wear and she like makes the whole story out of it. It's just really sweet. And I also love when she's explaining how to deal with the lice and she's like all business. It's like a very mom thing to do. And she's like super organized. And I think that just shows off like some of the strong parts of her character. What did you like about her character? I mean, I like that she's like taking control of her life, Mm -hmm. that it's not what she expected, but she leans into it. She doesn't let other people's judgment or skepticism keep her from what she really wants. Mm -hmm. And then I agree with everything else you said. I think the things I don't like are that, you know, this is a 7.5. I like that she ends up breaking things off with Roland because I think she could have dug in and stuck with him to prove a point or something. Yeah. But I don't like that she was with him in the first place because... Like, maybe she was just trying to create a family out of what she could. And, you know, she thought that Roland was the father and she was trying to, you know, do that. But I'm like, you've taken such great steps to make this life. to avoid that. Yes, to make this life for yourself and to do it on your own. And then this is the first person you turn to. Like, that seems weird to me because obviously Sebastian and, like, they don't click. Right. And I can't believe that her character, like you said earlier, would never have even questioned it. I mean, maybe because it happened at that one party and she was, you know, convinced there couldn't have been a mix-up, but I don't know. Something of that seems a little off to me. Even that, like, once they meet up for the first time and she's like, oh, he's a little quirky, that she's not like, oh, yeah, yeah, he kind of reminds me of you. Like, that would have been an appropriate joke to make. Yeah, exactly. That seems a little weird to me. I agree. And the other thing I'm kind of torn about, I want to get your opinion on this. So there's like a few times in the movie that Wally and Cassie get into a fight and kind of stop talking for a little bit. And what I really like about her character is that she does stand up for herself and she doesn't let Wally's opinion get in the way of what she's going to do. But I do think it's kind of odd that she like will stop talking to him. Yeah, it's a little immature. Yeah, because even though he's expressing his opinion, and in one way, I would say that is part of being a good friend is like being open and honest with them about if you see that they're doing something that you think might be bad for them. So I think it's a little bit odd that her reaction to him being so honest with her is just to like cut him off. Mm -hmm. So yeah, a little bit immature. But again, to counter what I just said, I do like that she stands up for herself too. Yeah. So I don't know, kind of a catch 22 for me. That's fair. I do also think it's a little weird that. Well, maybe it's just because she felt like he was judging her. But that, like, they do seem so close. But then it seems weird to me that their communication is so sparse, Mm -hmm. both after she moves. But even, like, she waits until they go to see a play to tell him that she's pregnant. Like, I wondered about that, too. I would pick up the phone and call you immediately, you know? Right, right. So that seems odd to me. Maybe she just holds a grudge. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. So 7.5 out of 10 Mm -hmm. for Cassie. For Jennifer Aniston's acting for this movie, we gave her an 8 out of 10. There's a lot of really strong moments in this movie. Mm -hmm. Like when she's getting upset with Wally at the beginning about how he's supposed to be her friend. And, you know, she's upset with him because he's kind of being skeptical about the situation. And she starts to tear up and get emotional. And there's just like a real cycle of emotions here. Mm -hmm. And you can tell she doesn't want to cry in front of him. So she just hails a cab and and leaves, essentially. But I think it was really realistic acting. In that moment. Yeah, I think throughout the whole movie too, like we get to see so many emotions and I think she plays them very convincingly and in such a real way. Like you can feel the emotion as she's feeling it, like even just her wanting to have a kid and being like, I'm just going to do this on my own. And then I don't know, I, I just think the way that she portrays each emotion, whether she's angry or excited or whatever it is, I just think she does a really good job of doing it in a way that makes you feel that emotion too. 
Yeah. I really love how flustered she gets when Wally goes to her apartment to tell her, you know, the first time he realizes. And she thinks that he's there to tell her that he has feelings for her. And then she ends up telling him about Roland. And she's, like, just really out of sorts and kind of panicked. I thought Mm -hmm. that was super realistic on how you would just ramble uncontrollably. And, like, you are locked out of your apartment then. And, like, (laughs) just all these things are happening. I thought that was really well done. Yeah. I also love the part when Wally finally tells her in front of everybody that he is Sebastian's dad. The emotions that cross her face are so good. And she portrays so many in such a short amount of time. Like she's embarrassed. She's angry. She's in total shock. And all of those things come through. The glare waves are like 10 out of 10. Yes. It's like fire from her eyes. She mad. Yep. Yeah. Is there anything you didn't like? I mean, it's like typical rom-com. Yeah, I think the reason we rated it an 8 is because, well, an 8 is a really strong score. I think what was there was really strong, but it wasn't that anything bad brought it down from a 10, but I think it was just there was nothing so amazing that we could have given it a 10. That's fair. Yeah, for what was there, it was very, Mm -hmm. very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for Jen's hair in this movie, we rated it a 2 out of 2. Super strong. First of all, there is so much variation so many different hairstyles and so many different styles of curls even like at the beginning there's these really soft curls like barely curled and then at her party she has like the tighter curls with a flower crown just throughout it there's so many variations and all of them look amazing obviously <laughs> so amazing i think the coloring in this movie of her hair is incredible mm, love it. it's again one of those situations where I think it was in Love Happens where I was like, how is her hair brown, but it looks blonde? Yeah, That's how I felt about this hair. And it, that color, whatever it is, makes her eyes look so vibrant, like blue. Yes. At one point, they kind of looked seafoam green for some reason, like just matches whatever she wears. I don't know <laughs> what's happening in this woman's eyes. Magical so deep pools that you just melt into. Not sure. <laughs> but the coloring is like amazing. I meant to look up who styled her hair for this movie. Mm, yeah. Natasha Allegro was the assistant hairstylist. Jerry DiCarlo was the hair department head. Kelsey. Okay. Hers was Kelsey. Gigendent? Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. We're learning. She did her hair in The Bounty Hunter, Murder Mystery, The Switch, and Mother's Day. And Wanderlust. Oh, that's good hair. And just go with oh. it. <gasps> and Marley and me. All the Fanistons are probably like, yeah, duh, you idiots. <laughs> saying Chris McMillan has I mean, the hair in at least Marley and Me, Wanderlust, Just Go With It, and The Switch are very strong. It's very strong. You know what? We already looked at the comparison of scores when Chris McMillan is the hairstylist versus not, and it was higher. But now I want to do Kelsey... G's. I'm just going to say Kelsey G versus Chris McMillan. Yeah. She does not have an Instagram. Oh my gosh. This woman styled that flawless ponytail murder mystery that we paused (gasps) for. (laughs) Wow. Wow. All right. We got to find her. I'm Googling her. Mother's Day was like plainer hair, but it's supposed to be. Right. Right. Jen went to her wedding. (gasps) What is it? Kelsey (gasps) Jijenden? Jijenden? She went with Chris McMillan. Jen went with Chris McMillan to Kelsey's wedding. Yeah, they're all friends. Maybe they work together, actually. Shut up. They probably inspire each other. It's probably really sweet. That's amazing. That's the kind of famous I want to be. Jen's at your wedding, but no one knows your name. 
Yes. Yes. That's ideal. Reminds me of Taylor Swift's best friend who Taylor Swift was like the maid of honor in her wedding. But other than that, her wedding looked super normal. Yes. Like that is what I want. I went down a hole, Anne. (laughs) (laughs) On who? I went down a hole looking at the Instagrams of other wedding guests of Taylor Swift's best friend to see if they were normal like everyday people or not. And they're all normal everyday people. And I'm like, there's just people out there who have attended a wedding with Taylor Swift. Oh my God. Her brother is the guy from Burlesque. What? Kelsey's (sighs) brother is the very handsome dancer man from Burlesque. Cam, how do you say this name? Gigandet? Maybe. (gasps) Oh my goodness. What a talented family. Wow. Two famous siblings. What are the odds? Maybe they come from a famous family. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Wow. What, I would not know him if I did not love the movie Burlesque. <laughs> so right, right, I guess right. he's not that famous. But again, a good amount of famous. For sure. The right amount of famous in my book. Well, that's amazing. Um, back to Jen. <laughs> and Kelsey's great work on this movie. There's a couple other looks I really liked. One was when she's like moving into her new place back in New York, she has these cute little braids, but there's some sort of volume oh. action on top. I what couldn't quite tell what was happening, but somehow it worked. Does it only look good because it's in a movie? Because honestly, if I wore my hair like that, I, w- I would look ridiculous. Like I would wear my hair like that if my hair had been previously done and then I just kept part of it in and restyled the other part, yeah, which I, I do. Yeah, I just like kept pinning parts back. Yes. We might have to try and recreate this one. If we can get a good still of it, we should. <laughs> yes, we should. That'd be funny. And, like, how did they think of that? They're like, okay, she's moving in, so it has to be, like, kind of messy, but we'll make it really cute still. Right? Just like how people in the movies always wear overalls when they're painting the insides of their homes. And True. I would never look normal doing that. No, I'm wearing, like, my worst clothes possible Oh yeah, painting something. Absolutely. And then there's two, like, hair half-up variations that I really like. The first one is at the Mm -hmm. birthday party, which is tighter pulled back, and she's got these little gold hoops. And then she has this other half-up when she gets home from Michigan, but there's some pieces hanging down. You know, it looks more like she's been traveling or something, but it's it's very good. So one thing I feel like a lot of times in this section, we also talk about her outfits and stuff. Mm -hmm. But kind of interesting in this movie, I just am realizing I can't think of her outfits. Me either. I don't remember noticing them one way or the other, but I remember noticing her hair. So I don't know. I think that's kind of interesting that her outfit sort of flew under the radar, which probably makes sense because she's a mom in the movie. So maybe mm-hmm. that was part of it. But the only outfit so I distinctly remember is the rock climbing outfit. Yes, because they comment on it because <laughs> yeah. Roland gets it for her. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. But hair is excellent. I actually thought after the fact, this could have been a three out of two. Oh, big words. Actually, yeah, I agree. Yeah, with all the variation, too, and they nail all of them. Mm-hmm. So, all right, that's true. Our apologies, Kelsey. We'll send you an extra point in the mail. <laughs> and then for an overall Would You Watch Again, we gave, obviously, we gave this a five out of five. <laughs> Watching this again the other day made me want to watch the movie every day. I'm like, oh, I, I want to watch that again. It's so good. So good. It's so good. This is another to put into the chick flick girls' night rotation. Absolutely. This and Picture Perfect. Yeah, both. Excellent. Yeah. Love it. And it was free. (laughs) Yeah. Even better. So to review for The Switch, we gave the plot a 9 out of 10, Jen's character Cassie a 7.5 out of 10, Jen's acting an 8 out of 10, her hero 2 out of 2, and a Would You Watch Again score of 5 out of 5. For a total score of 31.5 out of 37 points, 
which means that the Switch is ranked number 6 out of 38, and it is tied with Rockstar, which we reviewed back in episode 4. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So we only have two more episodes of season 1 left, but we're already hard at work on season 2. Be sure to follow us on Instagram if you're not already at girlcrush underscore pod, where we release hints every Friday and Monday about who our season two girl crush is. So far, the hints we've released include she hates being scared. She's been in at least as many movies as Jen. She's produced some of the films she starred in. She was once one of Hollywood's highest paid actresses. She's an Oscar winner. She's never been in a movie with Jen. She is naturally a brunette. And she's lived outside of the U.S. I can't believe there's just two left. I know, it's crazy. Crazy. Make it exciting. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to drum roll. We are not revealing it today. We will reveal it on our next episode. (laughs) Who our season two girl crush is. We're very excited to make the reveal. Yes, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the Girl Crush Podcast. Let us know your thoughts on Instagram at girlcrush underscore pod or find us on Facebook by searching Girl Crush Podcast. As usual, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And tune in next time for our review of We're the Millers. Bye! Bye.